0: Lot of constant mental tyranny that was going on with me completely made me shut down and it was the most like stressful point I've ever been in in my life and the day I was expecting to get cut right but I was still trying my hardest I was trying harder than anybody out there I had to the day of my cut I had one of the best practices yet nothing wrong happened I walk in right I walk, they, they, I'm about to walk out. The oldest coach in the room chases me down and says, hey, Gabe, can we talk to you? We know what's about to happen. Like, duh. Um, we got called into the coach's office. They said, you probably know what you're in here for. I was like, yeah, whatever. They're like, yeah, we need to let you go. They said, good job. You tried your best. And I was like what what does that do for me like honestly what does that do for me i <laughs> yeah, knew i was right. gonna cut but that's not <laughs> the words you should be using in this yeah, context. i know right like you gotta have a little
1: a little more respect like work on your work on your handles and yeah and you
0: know maybe
1: there's still hope
0: or i don't know yeah. so the, he was just like all right peace basically so it was kind of just a send away and reason this day was so hard in general was because of the lasting effects After the cut, I walked out the room, just looked at the gym, was like, whatever. Went home. I barely even cried about it. I think I cried a little bit. After that, I was kind of over it, on to the next. But after that, I wasn't able to look at a basketball clip, walk into the gym, like, make eye contact with any coaches. It was bad for a very long time. Only recently have I kind of gotten over it. But that's for sure my my day.
2: Welcome to the Taking Off The Mask podcast. My name is Ashanti Branch, and I'm really glad you've joined us. Today's guest and today's show is going to be a little bit different than what you're used to. Today's guest is Mohandas. Mohandas was our guest on episode 83 and he is going to be joined by Gabrielle Bay. Um, and I think what you're going to hear in this conversation between these two is they are going to um, take an adventure together. They're going to play Ever4 Club the Adventure. And if you haven't yet gotten your game, if you haven't yet played it, if you haven't yet asked the questions um, to people in your life and people you want to get to know better, uh, we highly encourage you to Um, get a game and begin exploring that with your community as well. Uh, But these two young men who are high school students um, come together and talk about life. Like not just the general things that you may think teenagers talk about, but these questions help dive them into deeper knowing of each other, which I think is really beautiful. So, um, As you know, Mohandas is joining our podcast team. Uh, He is finding his voice in this work. And uh, this is one of his earlier recordings. And we're excited because this summer he's going to be supporting the Social Emotional Leadership Academy and also out interviewing and talking to more people um, as we begin to not only grow the Everforward Adventure um, series, but as we grow the Million Mask movement. So stay tuned for that. Um, and this the last thing I'll say in this intro, and this is a pretty short intro, but I wanted to say um, if you have not yet decided to participate in the 24-hour uh, 5K challenge, um, it's basically a 5K. It's Our event annually is called the 24-hour relay challenge, but this year it's a 5K, and we're super excited to have our community more in person than we have over the last three years. So it's going to be Memorial Day weekend, May 28th and 29th. You know we've had to modify the event due to our um, COVID restrictions, and this year, this year's 5K is going to be um, a, a beautiful experience for our young people. And whether you're walking, hiking, biking, whether you're however you choose to complete your 5K, we ask you to do that. Um, if you're able to fundraise, beautiful. If you're not beautiful, we just invite our community to be a part. Um, we're, we have a, we set a big goal for ourselves. We set a goal to raise. $50,000 for the Million Mask Movement, for the Ever Forward Club, and for supporting teen wellness. And so um, this is us matching the support that's already been given to us by um, our, the Rare Beauty Impact Fund, um, the Hollister um, Confidence uh, um, Grant, as well as our GoSee Foundation. So we look forward to the parts of where you can get involved. If you can't contribute, share it. If you can't share it, Walk if you can't walk. Tell somebody about it. However, you can get involved. We invite you to be a part of that, and and the work that you you will see us being able to do more of is these conversations, like today's conversation with Mohandas and Gabrielle. Um, so enjoy today's episode. Uh, thank you for being a part of this moving with us. As we told you over the summer months, you're going to be hearing a lot more youth voices. And if you know somebody who we should be talking to, please uh, send us a message. Um, you can go to our website, everforwardclub.org, um, and let us know. Or send us an email at everforwardclub@gmail.com at And let us know someone who you think that we should look into, or maybe you introduce us to them. Maybe it's easier for a warm intro if you introduce us to them, um, anyone you think that we should be talking to on this show. Uh, thank you for being a part of this movement. Thank you for being a part of the Million Mask movement. And we look forward to seeing you soon. Ever forward, folks.
1: What's up? Uh, Hello. Make sure this volume is on. Okay, let's get started. So, you know, first of all, for those viewing, I'm Mahonda Duewa. Today we have Gabriel Bay who also happens to be my cousin.
0: Hello. <laughs>
1: Welcome to the podcast.
0: <laughs>
1: okay, so um, first we'll check in, then we'll go into a little card game. Um, yeah, so you know, first of all, how's your week been going?
0: Uh, stressful, pretty stressful.
1: Yeah, I, I can imagine with senior year, that that's that's already too close for me, and I'm in junior year, that's gotta be wild. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's pretty fun.
1: Yeah. You
0: you've been doing college tours? Nah, so okay. In all reality I got rejected from every UC I applied to. I got accepted to some like CSU's or whatever the order of letters is, but I don't really feel like going to them because the debt I, I would rather take on the debt of a UC. So I'm just gonna go to D V C and then transfer out. So okay. that's the plan.
1: Yeah. Is that like a uh, community college?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I've considered those. It's definitely attractive, the uh, less, debt. less student debt, that yes. definitely, especially for me, because I'm interested in like entrepreneurship, which, uh, which you can like, you could technically do it without college. You might use college for extra education, you know. Um, but yeah, that's definitely something I consider, but there's certain colleges where the location seems really
0: cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still gonna go to a four year afterwards, so yeah. I'm gonna get the location experience as well. But Yeah. Yeah, I know there are some
1: that I look at purely for location, like uh, University of Hawaii. But um mm. So <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this uh this card game is it's called the Adventure Card Game created by Ever Forward Club, the once creating this podcast. Um, and basically how it works is you have these destination cards that, you know, they they look like, you know, like that. And uh, if we take one, you know, this Desert One, for example, uh, it has uh, a 12 up in the corner. That's- and what you do with that is you multiply Sorry, that by wait. the number of players. One second,
0: one second, one second. One second, sorry. My thing hit twenty percent battery. You showed me the thing and it said six.
1: <laughs> um so ba- so this this card here says twelve okay. on it. That's says that's and, a six. Um, that's 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 a twelve. S I X? Oh, it's a twelve no. X twelve. It's it's a twelve. It, okay. Maybe it's maybe it's flipped a little. Yeah, okay, But okay. um yeah, so basically What that means is you multiply that number by the number of players, two in our case. And then what you do is you then go over to uh, these challenge cards that have various questions on them. And in the corners, there's a a three and a one. Some of them have a five and a one. And basically, if you go in depth to answer the question, then you get the three. and if you just give a kind of a short answer, you get a one. Alright. Let's uh let's, you know, take these these uh destination cards and grab one. The one we'll be starting with, Temple of Zion. Okay. Is uh eight. Okay. So eight times two. Hey, what is that? Sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> right, so we got to get 16 points to pass the level, essentially. Okay. So uh, the first question is, is trust something offered by the giver or earned by the receiver? Wait, repeat it, repeat the first half. So is trust something offered by the giver or earned by the receiver
0: earned by the receiver. Mm-hmm.
1: I'd have to I'd have
0: to uh definitely
1: agree there cuz like yeah. I mean it just it just don't if you if you're the one just offering trust to everybody you're going to get taken advantage of it yep like quick real yeah. quick I, I wish we were in a world where it wasn't that way but
0: yeah yeah no nah.
1: that's how it is
0: How do you go more in depth on that <laughs> That one that one's a pretty uh surface
1: surface level one so it's a bit difficult too um so yeah that that's probably just like a um one per person you know so that we'll call that
0: two points okay mark it down mark it down mark mark
1: that mark that we that's
0: two out of 16 got
1: you all right next card what is something that you need to start doing
0: And if you want, I can start. Yeah, you should start that because I honestly don't know.
1: I mean, for me, for me, there's a few. So it's kind of funny with things like this for me because there's certain things <clears throat> that I do pretty good already, but that I um, I know I'm not doing as good as I could be doing with. Uh, something that comes to mind is uh, – is diet. Like I eat pretty well already, but there's, um, there's things that I know that uh, most people don't know that I know I could be doing even better if I did those things. And some of them are difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have to learn to kind of trade that short term pleasure for long term, uh, you know,
0: in this awesome. case, health. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess I can go with a similar answer, like posture, just little things. Posture, um uh working out, especially now more than ever because I've taken on a new ordeal of uh sports, which sucks, but whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, again it's a pretty straightforward thing. I there's not too much I can think of with that.
1: Nice.
0: I think we went about
1: as deep as that one goes. So we'll we we'll allot three points per uh,
2: six, uh-huh. seven, eight, eight out of sixteen,
1: halfway yeah. there. Next card. Okay. Uh, what is the worst what is the worst phone call you have ever received? Hmm. That's quite a that's an interesting one. Yeah, you know, I've been fortunate enough to not have received many uh, difficult phone calls. The, for me, when, when lucky luckily for me, uh, difficult phone calls are just, you know, I don't know, people like just bad news about stuff, you know, just the casual things. Like at school, maybe there's a, uh, something I, was enjoying is shutting down or um or maybe we i thought i had a break or something and psych (laughs) there's no break you know pretty casual stuff for me
0: yeah so with me i can't say i've gotten anything like in like extremely negative over the phone like call wise but i've been texted some crazy stuff but i've never been called about anything crazy um worst thing was like um like, I got into this, like, big mess at school over a joke that went wrong, and it was more of a scary phone call, because you're like, did you do this? And I was like, yeah. whoa, I didn't know that was a problem. Yeah, but, that's me. But, like, serious? Nah, I, I don't think. Like, yeah, I don't think I got that. What about the crazy text? <laughs> crazy text? All right, so, I've uh, gotten a few. So, what do I... That's like one of those ones where it's hard to start. Um, I've been like told um things like uh like uh just like little things that aren't that big of a deal but still like might get under your skin a bit like I was called a rebound at one point. Um that's extremely small, but bigger things like uh I was accused of talking to this guy's girlfriend and then he wanted to jump me and I was like, bro, you didn't even hear that from me.
2: He's like, Come um, on,
0: man. <laughs> then um, I was um taken advantage of by this girl, right? Uh, I like I loved her. I like I I thought I did. I was infatuated with her. Um, and uh, one day she just ups and leaves and is like, "I don't want to talk to you anymore." Basically, and it's like I'm like, "All right, don't stay a stranger." And then the next day, literally the next day, she posts with some other boy, like ain't me and my boo cute. And I was like, <coughs> "All right, bro," you said, um, oh yeah, no, so no, no. I posted about it on TikTok like an idiot because I was in like a blind rage about it. I honestly don't care anymore now, but I was like, I don't care you did that. I called her something, and then her cousin, who was a D one football player at Oregon, came back at me and was like, "I'll, I'll like I'm gonna beat you up. You better apologize." I'm like, okay, but it's like like just threats is probably the worst thing. Um, also, like uh, as you know, I had the whole TikTok fan base thing so things will happen in the live where like somebody who just joined and just throw slurs out i don't even know how tiktok allows that honestly i don't care that online things have never affected me unless it's gonna happen in real life it's never affected me but that's about it
1: yeah definitely that that is those are some uh some wild (laughs) texts all right uh Well, you definitely went into more depth than me, so you get a five. I probably get a one, so that's a six, eight plus six. Shoot, man, I can't do fast math. Quick maths. (laughs) Uh, Fourteen?
0: Yeah, fourteen. Okay. Oh, fourteen points. Oh, yeah, okay, I see. Yeah, (laughs) fourteen. You were like, oh, oh, (laughs) oh.
1: Okay, next card, another five-pointer. Um what was the hardest day of your life?
0: Mm, I
1: know it immediately. You can go first if you want. Um hardest day of my life. Man, I I haven't had any like uh crazy, you know, freak accidents or super unfortunate things. For me, the hardest uh days have been um a few things come to mind. One day that wasn't necessarily hard for me, but was just like a crazy event was when my big sister broke her leg riding horses. Mm-hmm. That was just like a, uh, like it It wasn't like I was worried for her life or anything or it infected me, but it was just like, oh my God. <laughs> That's a lot. Um, also, I am someone who now and again gets migraines, which, those that's those are just day room. we're both just like prone to that so i know yeah i know you're yeah just headache nausea all that that just sucks i remember i was at the crucible oh Um, no Were
0: you by the blacksmithing
1: place uh yeah for those of you that don't know the crucible is like you it it's a place where they, they have like camps and stuff i was in the art bike camp learning to weld and all that and we were creating bikes um And I was just like dehydrated and in the grinder room where there's sparks flying everywhere and hot with the mask on. And this was the first time I ever got a migraine. So I didn't know. Um, So I got that this thing where I started to like lose my peripheral vision, which is the warning sign, but I didn't know what it was. (laughs) So I just kept doing my thing like, oh, that's a little weird. Um, And then I also didn't know that the best way to cure a migraine is to immediately fall asleep. So I just started, you know, going about my day, like, man, headache. Uh. And then I got headache, nausea. I didn't know I was supposed to sit down. So I just kept walking around like, oh, man, I'm in bad shape. Oh, and then I ended up throwing up in a trash can. Oh, man. That was not a good day. Not a good oh, day. Oh, man. Yeah, that doesn't sound funny. <laughs> <laughs> so that uh, that comes to
0: mind. How, how about you? Before I talk about mine, I just gotta say that whole migraine thing, uh, what's it called? I've been getting them since I was like eight, so yeah. I already I already know the deal. So here you having to like first time that is hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> that was I think that was like probably seventh grade
1: or something. Jeez. Yeah, I would estimate seventh or sixth grade that I had that, but those are so very very unfortunate.
0: Yeah, that's tough. That's that's extremely tough. All right. Mine is a bit more heavy. So not heavy like, oh, somebody died, but something did die. Um, for all my life, I've been playing basketball, right? And Seleason yeah. is where I went to try to inherit those basketball dreams. Yeah. I'm going to say this like you don't know what I'm about to talk about. Um, I played freshman year my freshman year, JV my sophomore year. Juniors aren't allowed to play JV, so you have to play varsity if you're a junior regardless. Um, a few things about the basketball team. it's a try. The tryout is the entire season. You get cut once they think you're useless. Um, and the yeah. basketball team is a very toxic environment at my school. Not many good people. There are, uh, I'd like to say, two or three good people on the team, including my closest friend. Everybody else, some of the worst people you ever meet. Um, so for this three month stretch, I was trying my hardest to stay on the team because although I didn't like the team, I still love basketball, Mm -hmm. but each passing day was harder and harder to get through. The mental strain alone was making me miss things like wide open layups on drills that I'd never miss or. Yeah, kind of like,
1: almost like that, uh, like anticipating the the like disrespect you're about to get for missing a shot like you yes. know people are about to
0: rage which makes you miss it yeah you're like, ah. and then they rage and it's like it doesn't help so the onslaught of constant mental tyranny that was going on with me completely made me shut down and it was the most like stressful point I've ever been in in my life and the day I was expecting to get cut, right? But I was still trying my hardest. I was trying harder than anybody out there. I had to. The day of my cut, I had one of the best practices yet. Nothing wrong happened. I walk in, right? I walk, they, they. I'm about to walk out. The oldest coach in the room chases me down and says, hey Gabe, can we talk to you? We know what's about to happen. Like, duh. Um, we got called into the coach's office. They said you probably know what you're in here for. I was like, Yeah, whatever. They're like, Yeah, we need to let you go. They said, Good job, you tried your best. And I was like, What what does that do for me? Like honestly, what does that do for me? I <laughs> yeah, knew I was gonna right, like, cut, but that's not the words you should be using in this yeah, context.
1: No. I know, right? Like you gotta have a little a little more respect. Like work on your Work on your handles and, yeah. and, you know, maybe there's still hope or I don't know. Yeah.
0: So, the, he was just like, all right, peace. Basically. Yeah. So, it was kind of just a send away. And reason this day was so hard in general was because of the lasting effects. After yeah. the cut, I walked out the room, just looked at the gym, was like, whatever. Went home. I barely even cried about it. I think I cried a little bit. After that, I was kind of over it on to the next, but after that, I wasn't able to look at a basketball clip, walk into the gym, like, make eye contact with any coaches, it was bad for a very long time, only recently have I, kind of, gotten over it, but that's for sure my, my day.
1: Yeah, that's rough, definitely, especially having, like, big aspirations, and then it, it just falls apart especially when it's not even like you decided you weren't enjoying it anymore someone else was like you know told you how it's gonna be yeah that's definitely definitely rough all right we'll uh let's see we'll we'll do a a few more i think that that knocked out this level so bam Let's uh we'll do a few more cards on this next level, which is um the Koa Jungle. Another another eight point thing, which um sixteen I mean. Yeah, sixteen. So yeah. Maybe we should uh maybe we should just count it as eight so that it does you know, we don't have to do as many cards. Okay. So we'll we'll call that one an eight pointer and the first card, it's a three-pointer. Tell us about a time when someone earned your
0: trust. It's a more positive thing. Yeah, it is. Earned my trust. That's interesting. Um, yeah. My trust is not hard to earn. So that's honestly difficult. Um, Yeah. I'd say... yeah it's not hard it's not hard to get at all
1: mm-hmm. yeah kind of you have a, a bit of a uh, what's it called like innocent until proven guilty yeah I think it's more that they earn your distrust
0: <clears throat> yeah so I guess that would be a more interesting question even though it is negative but I haven't usually been double-crossed by the people I do trust um most of my trust comes through talking with the person. So uh, with my first friend group, John, Oxy, and them. Uh, I had known John for a little bit before he asked me um, if I played 2K, which was the game at the time. And then we just started playing together, and that was it. We never kind of argued. We had one – it wasn't a falling out, but it was like a weird argument thing that happened online. But, again, we squashed that pretty fast. Then with my other high school friends – he was just, He came up to me. and Was like, "Hey, my ex is lying to everybody at the school, trying to make it so I have zero friends. Uh, can you just not believe her?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah and, yeah." and we've been friends ever since. Like straight up. That that's all it took. Nice. And he was lying on his name. It was. It was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean,
1: for me, I'm also not too difficult to earn trust. Basically. I trust people that uh, seem like they're generally good people. You know, Um, I mean, some people that come to mind. I know, like uh, a friend of mine, Celine. um, We're we often are pretty comfortable with talking about just stuff that you don't like, more deep stuff that you don't talk. About all the time with everybody, yeah. Um, with just the fact that we're able to have conversations about uh, things that are less surface level, um, kind of earns my trust. Also, when I see someone that um, that I can tell actually, this like doesn't even have. There's no. There's no reason why this would earn my trust. But when I see people that are trying to like do something with their life like they're you know they have goals and they're working towards stuff i tend to trust those people more um probably just because i like i would trust those people to do things you know i would trust them to take care of business um which in turn makes me trust them with other things i guess Mm -hmm. all right well uh uh, let's see where, where was that card where everybody... oh alright I think that was that was probably, probably a 3 all around uh, about as deep as you can go with that question so that's 6 out of 8 so last card here alright huh oh this is interesting it's kind of a follow up to that last one tell us about a time when you betrayed someone's trust Hmm. that's interesting what, what have I done
0: I mean for me, I'm not too big on disloyalty so yeah same I I, I feel think. like
1: I'm a a fairly like typically if I tell someone I'm gonna like keep their secret or something I'll keep their secret you know maybe we maybe we skip that question and do a different mm-hmm. one I think yeah. we're
0: both solid people you know <laughs> now it's gonna look like we're like we're lying exactly <laughs> I've <laughs> never yeah. we don't do that <laughs> take our
1: word for it all right right. <laughs> we'll, we'll instead do this one Um. Share a project that you've recently ended.
0: Ended. Yeah. That makes things so much harder. Um. That's fairly simple. Well, yeah, you did a marath half a marathon. Uh, I see. That's true. I did.
1: I did recently <laughs> do a uh, about two days ago. I did a half marathon. So that uh. That is a that was a few months,
0: you know, in the making, and it went um, went good, went solid, man. It was pretty much the whole mile in two hours. How do you feel? No, blame, blame, blame. <laughs> <laughs> nah, uh, if you would have asked me this on Friday, I would have said performing a song, because I have a talent show type thing on Friday. But project that's that's man. one coming to an end. Yeah, it's, it, that's that's the only thing I can think of because I don't got nothing. Unless yeah, it's, it's homework, not... I don't know.
1: Yeah, interesting.
0: All
1: right, well, that's a that's a that's a solid one. And then there's one, one, one low low fun extra bonus question to ask. If you could have um if you could have one superpower, what would it be
0: and why? Hmm. Uh a lot of people will say luck, which hmm. is true. It'd either be luck <laughs> or convenience. So I've always thought about this. Um people are like people are like, oh flying, yeah. If you think about how convenient convenience is, you're reaching your pocket, needing a $20 bill, and it's there, or
2: you happen
0: <laughs> to need the bus to be there at that exact time, and it's there, or this, it's the final jump in the long jump. Yeah. Like the the ability to um, just have things my work my out. Phone. Yeah, like i it's the final jump on the long jump. I need the furthest jump. Um... And I happen to get it, <laughs> you know, things like that. <laughs> You just so
1: happen to be the other person by an inch. Yeah. That, hey, imagine not spilling water on your feet when you're unloading the dishwasher. Man. Crazy. That's convenient.
0: <laughs> that oh, that man, is mad funny. convenient. My phone is not LP. I'm trying <laughs> to prop it up. Right,
1: well, Whatever yeah i mean that about wraps it up so um thank you for coming on it's been a pleasure and uh yeah have a have a good rest of your week we'll try and good luck with colleges and uh, all right I don't
0: think you like that all right Farewell. we'll on this yeah Say it back. Well. Say it back. Say it back. We're not getting off to you. Say it back. Stay, stay I love there you. It there I, you go.
1: There I you go. You. Let, me, let me get my face in the camera like yeah. you. Love you. I love you.
2: Love you, too. I love you. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. Of the mess podcast is produced by Ryan Louie. Editing, videography is also by Ryan Louie. Graphics by Kelly Wong, and a special thanks to the team at Ever Forward, Vanessa Cortez, and Kevin Romero. And I'd like to thank everyone who's been a part of the creation of this podcast as we hit this one year anniversary. We hope that everyone who's been a part knows that they're part of the taking off the mask experience. And we look forward to you being a part of it as well. If you liked what you heard today, please like, subscribe and share. And we look forward to us continuing to offer conversations that matter. Take care. See you soon.